Dr. Michelle McGowan. And this is Dr. Tim Haney. And we are two pods. And a microphone. So we have a very sexy topic tonight, which is... We are talking about toenail fungus today. Yes, we are, Dr. Henny. All right. So tonight, our very sexy topic tonight is toenail fungus. Yes. You sleep every night wondering, dreaming about toenail fungus. Right, Dr. McGowan? I do. It's better than what else is going on in my life <laughs> right now. Yeah, it's one of those topics nobody ever wants to talk about, but it's something that we see all it's the super time. super common. Very common. So I think there's some weird estimate that I think... It's a large It's like thirty percentage. to fifty percent of the population over the age of fifty or sixty has this stuff. Right, over fifty. Reading. It's like thirty to fifty percent. You're right. It's some, but it's over the age of fifty. Number, number. However, listen up, young people. I see ages very young, eighteen months old, thirteen years old, twenty, thirty, forty. You name it. I have a patient in every age group, if not multiple patients, that have nail fungus. True or false? Very true, but you have to remember, we do see feet all day long, so we probably see more than the general population. But yeah, I see everybody in every age group with this. Right. And so when people come in, their question always is, how do I treat it? And I think treatment is not a home run, honestly, in all the different modalities. It's... There's no quite complete home run, true or false. Completely, completely agree. I guess the biggest issue is, is uh, how did you get it in the first place? Because no matter what you do to get rid of it, if you keep doing what you did to cause it in the first place, it's going to keep coming oh, back. Oh, I agree. And I think how long you had it, I don't know what your feelings are on this, but if you had it for 30 years, it may take longer than a year or a year and a half to get rid of it. Oh, I completely agree. Especially once it's all the way down to the root, so the whole nail's nasty. I tell people two to three years minimum. Minimum. I agree with that. But, I mean, I also think I learned that over the last oh, couple yeah. of years. Completely agree. Using the pinpoint laser for nail fungus. But, so there's all different types of nail fungus. I, I like to start with the most simplest type of patient that comes in. You have that male or female that comes in with a very light dusting on top of the nail with nail fungus. I always encourage them, first and foremost, to try a nail topical if they have not used one at all. I agree. Put it on there and see if it, it might make it better. Yeah, it may make it look better. But you have to give it a good year to make sure. I mean, it takes nine months to a year, no matter what, for a whole new nail to grow out in the toe. If you're young and healthy. If you're under 50, a year <laughs> or so. If you're over 50, it could take one to two years to get a new nail back. I agree. But once I have a patient that comes in that has a fungus that's underneath the nail i don't care if it's just at the tip of the nail or all the way back at the base of the nail near the cuticle if the fungus is underneath the nail you could put topicals on i literally say this all the time to patients and i don't even know what it means till the cows come home <laughs> what does that mean but anyway that's a good question i'm gonna google that when we're done what does yeah, that mean <laughs> i have no idea but you could put that stuff on till the cows come home you know what it's not gonna work topicals do not work or even improve the appearance of the nail to a great degree if it's underneath the nail plate. Yeah, I think all they do is they make them look a little better. A little make whiter. It and easier to cut. And, you know, if you put a bunch of, whatever you put on there, make it, it makes softer. it soft and easier to cut. I agree. So then patients say, well, what do you mean? What can I use on it? What should I do? Because once topicals aren't an option, it gets more complicated, right? Absolutely. Because then you have to talk about one of two options. One is a medication by mouth, an oral medication. Lamisil is the most common that I use. That's the only one I use. Or using a 
uh, treatment option of a laser for the toenail fungus, which I believe our office has the best option, which is the pinpoint laser, the FDA-approved laser to treat nail fungus. I completely agree. Um, we have the only laser that was actually made specifically to treat toenail fungus as opposed to taking other funguses and figuring how to use it for toenail fungus. Right, like a laser they use for warts and they're like, hey, exactly. hey we can figure let's burn the way crap out of that and see what <laughs> happens. But honestly, even though we have the pinpoint laser for nail fungus, I always talk to patients first and foremost about Lamisil. I explain to them that there's a medication by mouth you can take. You have to take it for three months. If there's nothing wrong with your liver, you can take the medication. Do you talk to patients about that? Every single one. I mean, I occasionally have a patient that says, no, I don't want, I heard it's going to kill my liver. And I say, well, if there's nothing wrong with your liver, and I always tell this story to patients. I say, when Lamisil first came out, it was a medication because so many people have nail fungus that there were primary care doctors, podiatrists, dermatologists. I don't even know if OBGYNs were writing for it, for God's sakes, but everybody was writing for it. And I always say this, and I say, this may not comfort you, but people died because nobody was checking their liver enzymes. And people had liver cirrhosis, they had liver cancer, you know, those people died. But it's a testament to how safe that medication truly is because it's still on the market. Yeah, well, the last time I looked it up, and it's been probably two years, only 12 healthy people have died from Lamisil. AKA, they had no other liver issue with them. 12 unsuspecting patients have died from it. Now, a lot of people have died from it who should not have been on it. People with hepatitis, cirrhosis, who were undiagnosed, or they went to a doctor who didn't know, and they died from complications from it there. But in general, it's a very safe, safe. medication if you <clears throat> do what you need to do beforehand. So typically, what I tell people is, is if you want to do Lamisil, we get blood work first. If you've had something done the last six months that checks your liver, make sure your liver's fine. I then give you the pills for a month, we repeat the blood work. If after a month of taking the pills, your blood work is still good, we give it to you for two more months. So you take it for a total of three months, and then you wait one to two years to see if it works. Yeah, the thing about Lamisil, and the only time I ever discourage anybody from taking Lamisil, quite honestly, is if that whole entire nail is fungal all the way back to the cuticle or lunula. Because if that nail is totally thick and fungus underneath the nail all the way back to where the nail meets the skin at the base it takes six months to a year for a whole new nail to grow out if you've had that fungus for 20 years or 10 years you're not going to grow out that whole nail so you're taking that medication for no reason in my opinion do you know what i mean oh, i completely agree actually i have the same conversation whether i do a laser <laughs> pills or anything on them if they've had really thick mean nails for 20 30 years I tell them, you know, this may or may not work. It's, you know, this is very hard to get rid of when it's your whole nail and your whole nail's thick. Well, and I think that's a nice lead into the laser because the laser, when people come to our practice and they have the laser done, it's not about, hey, we're going to zap you, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and let's <laughs> see what happens in a year. I mean, we're smart enough practitioners. We've been around for a while. We actually laser people um, several times. It's not uncommon to do 15 to 30 times, depending on how bad the nails are. Yeah, stuff. I mean, normally our treatment protocol for the laser is we'll zap them three to five times in a row, depending on how thick their nail is, and see them back anywhere from three to six months later and start that protocol over. And we might do that, do that for a year or two until the nail fungus is gone. Yeah, I typically don't charge people per zap. I never do that. I charge to get rid of their fungus. And what I tell them 
is if whatever we did does not work, we'll keep zapping you. I don't charge them anymore. You know, if it takes 10 zaps, 15 zaps, 20 zaps, we keep doing whatever we have to do to get your nail better. Well, and that's the big difference between, I think, also the pinpoint laser for the toenail fungus and taking the medicine by mouth. However, I will tell you, if you do the lam, if you can take the Lamisil and have the pinpoint laser done at the same time, as much as people say, I'm getting the laser done because I don't want to take the Lamisil. People who do the pinpoint laser and the Lamisil at the same time, it's a synergy. They do very well with that. If you can take the Lamisil and do the pinpoint at the same time, I would say that's like the optimal treatment plan. I would agree. I We know you try not to do it. You want to do one or the other. But I have people who are resistant to one. We do the other. I got patients who will do Lamisil. A year or two later, they come back, looks the same, and they want to do the laser. I tell them, well... I recommend doing the laser, but I try doing Lamisil at the same time with them. It, it, and I, But I also have no two topicals as well. Anything to keep it from coming back. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that's a, a lot of it. But I guess we should talk a little bit about, I mean, really, this podcast is about the pinpoint laser for the, the um, nail fungus. Correct. Because if you're out there and you're listening to this podcast, I guarantee you've already tried topical and there's a really good chance you've already been on Lamisil, right? Correct. Well, let's pretend somebody comes in. For one reason or another, they want to have the laser done. What are you going to tell us? Well, if they've tried everything else, then we get very problem-focused with the laser when they're in the room with me. And what I explain to them is that the pinpoint laser, really what its job is, is to kill the fungus that's on top, within, and underneath the nail, and whatever's sitting on the nail bed itself. It's a very safe, effective means of basically burning and killing the nail fungus. There's probably no other better way to describe that. Would you agree? Completely agree. Um, but what I tell people is that this is also called the pinpoint laser. The difference between the pinpoint laser and maybe some of the other lasers that are on the market is that the spot size, and for those of you who don't know what spot size is, spot size is the amount of laser and exposure that's put on the nail itself. It's very tiny. So when we go over your nail, we're going over every little single tiny well, it's hard to get every little single tiny piece of the nail. Would you agree? Absolutely. Especially after a little bit, it gets warm. So, you know, you can miss a piece. Especially it's hot. So, even though the national standard, and I mean, there's an office that's probably no more than 20 miles north of our office in the villages. I think they charge $1,200 for one zap. I think most people do. We're not those people. I think Dr. Henny and I, I don't know, we're... We're surgically trained. We're classically trained to treat people and help people get better. So I don't think we could sleep at night if we did that because we know that that is not enough. Well, yeah, it's a great way to make money, but it's a great way to have a lot of people mad at you. Because I know more than one, it's going to take more than one zap for most people. Yeah, no, I like people liking me. <laughs> so for me, I like to have a, I like to make sure that my care is comprehensive. So we charge one fee for our patients, but we are treating them. Until it's gone. Dear God, it's almost like a marriage. It's till death do us part or fungus do us part. True? Absolutely agree. I have some patients that have been with me for two and a half years, and I have some patients that have left me after six months completely better. Exactly. But you and, don't know when you start what they're going to be. That's the problem. Right, and I think I think that goes back to length of time in which they've had the fungus, how long they've had it. Somehow that's directly proportional to how long it's going to take them. No, I'm not saying if you've had the fungus for 30 years, it's... I'm going to be zapping you for 30 years because I hope to be retired in 30 years. It's not going to be gone in a year. 
but it's not going to be gone in a year. It might take you two or three years, and we're with you until the end of your fungus. And we should get some patient testimonials for that because that would be really good. That's a good idea. Because we have a lot of happy people who thought, this is never going to work. And then one day they woke up and said, holy cow, this is really working. Well, yeah, I can tell you a gentleman I have uh, in one of my offices, he came in about three years ago. He was 72 at the time, and he came in with the worst nails I'd ever seen in my earth. He came in, he had tried a bunch of stuff, and I I tried to talk him out of the laser. I said, I, your nails are horrible. I've never done them this bad. I, it's probably going to take two to three years at least if it works. If I were you, just save your money. And he's like, Doc... My wife passed away. I have more money than I know what to do with. And it's embarrassing when I wear stockings at the pool. I'm willing to try and see what happens. So what I did for him is I did one, two, three within a week. I saw him back in six months. I did three more. And then at one year, his nails looked almost the exact same. So then I said, what we're going to do is we're going to zap you once a month until it's gone away. I have a bunch of once a monthers that look better after a year. Now let's fast forward to two years later. So once a month for the next two years. So that's... 24 more zaps after the initial six. All his toenails look wonderful, except he's got one toe. His fourth toe on his left foot, still half the nails thick. And he's like, Doc, I'm not coming back anymore. He's like, nothing personal. I just, I don't care. I don't have to wear my stockings anymore. I only have one toenail that's not too bad. It'll probably grow out. And I said, please come back. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, because when I take your before and after pictures, I have to cut that one toe out to make it look good. <laughs> I want that one toe to look really good. And he told me, I'll give you six more months. And after that, we're not going to do it anymore. I have patients, too, who are so happy, honestly, from where they started to where they are now. And I'm like, no, no, you still look like crap. <laughs> exactly. I know you already paid me in the beginning, but we need to finish this. <laughs> and, I, and that's what I, I tell everyone from the beginning. I, we take pictures of everyone beforehand and after. And the reason I do that is because patients lie. And they don't lie the way you think. They lie of their own benefit. They're always so optimistic. Like, oh, it looks so much better. I'm like, really? It looks almost the exact same to me. Let's keep doing this. So I get a lot of emails and patients who come in with Groupon, which I think is entertaining. So oh, Dr. Henny, I, yeah. I, can, I can get Groupon for uh, $240 a zap. Do you want me to do it? And I'm like, do you understand how Groupon works? And they're like, no. Well, Groupon works on multiple things. So if that gentleman I just talked about had to do $300 a zap at his 30 zaps, do the math. That's $9,000. Well, you and I both know nobody would pay $9,000. They quit doing it by the third or fourth zap. The doctor makes his $2,000 and the patient's not any better. So that's kind of why. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, like we're a different story. Like well, We live in the town we practice. So we, we get to see these people at the grocery store. Right. And I can tell you my biggest fear is getting a pineapple chucked in my head. So I make sure everybody, I bend over backwards and make Why sure everybody's Because they're hard and they hurt. Who's going to chuck a pineapple at your head? If I'm going to throw a pineapple at, or a fruit at somebody at the grocery store, I think a pineapple is a good I option. would like to state that I think there's many reasons patients might chuck a pineapple at Dr. Henry's head. <laughs> I don't think the pinpoint laser is one of them. Just saying. You never donated $1,500 for something that didn't work then. Because I guarantee you, if it didn't work, they're going to be upset with you. I agree. Well, no, I think that the pinpoint laser in in my hands, I love when people say In that. my hands. <laughs> that means I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, no. It, honestly, in, in my experience with the pinpoint laser in the last two and a half years, I've had some phenomenal results. Absolutely. Um, I've had people who I thought it, I also had results where I thought, oh. I don't think it's working. 
And then I look at the before you have pictures. To look at the pictures. That's exactly and then I look right. at where they are, and I'm like, oh my gosh, so all your better. toenails are bad, and you only have one toenail that's still kind of growing out. And they're like, oh, I'm happy. I'm like, no, let's <laughs> I keep doing. I want that one to look better. <laughs> I always tell patients too. I'm like, it's not about you anymore. Exactly, it's, it's about, about us. me. It's about me and my before and after. Because we want you to look better as well. Because if you're happy, <laughs> you're going to talk to other people about. Yeah, it. Patients are like, I don't want to hear another story about your kids. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me go. My toes look. Fine, like no, but honestly, I do attribute a lot of our success to the pinpoint laser at the education we give before and after. I completely agree. Um, I won't laser anybody until I first explain to them all of the risk factors that they may or may not be taking that are causing them to get reinfected. It is not uncommon for a patient to say, Oh, I was on Lamisil 10 years ago and it got better, and then you know what? It got worse. Have you heard that before? All the time. And then I'll say, well, do you get pedicures? Oh, yeah, I get a pedicure every four to eight weeks. Well. That's why it got worse. <laughs> red flag number one. And then I'll look down at their shoes and I'll say, do you have socks on? And it'll be an enclosed pair of kids that smell like <laughs> my daughter's soccer cleats. Right? Oh, nothing should smell that bad. But I know oh, it's terrible. Oh, yeah, it smells like. <laughs> I call it the sniff test. Oh. If your shoes smell like my daughter's soccer cleats, you need to throw them out. There's no option. <laughs> True or false? True. And then you got the people who come in there, all their toes are black and blue because they just ran a marathon last month. Or their shoes are too small. Correct. You, you cannot get rid of the fungus in these people. Oh, you know, no. Because the laser gets rid of the fungus, but it doesn't prevent it from coming back. Back, exactly. So you have to be an active participant in preventing the fungus from coming back. It is not. We live, just for the record, if you know nothing about Claremont, Florida, we are in like a triathlon capital of the world. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's really weird, <laughs> but it's kind of awesome because we see, because of that, we see retirees, but we also see all these amazing athletes. Athletes, yeah, it's pretty We cool. see athletes who have run in the Olympics. Olympics. Uh, we can't, because of Hippo, we can't talk about them, but you know who you are and you're amazing <laughs> and we love you. But, but because of that, you know, every once in a while we'll see some amazing runner or triathlon person. What's it called? Triathlete. Triathlete. Because I know the lingo. <laughs> and, um, or just a marathon runner. And they'll say, hey, you know what? I got this nail fungus. I want to get rid of it. <laughs> I say to them, yeah, we'll come back when you decide to be like me, sedentary. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's exactly right. <laughs> because if you're running 10 miles a day, or honestly, six miles a day, this is not for you if you already have nail fungus. You have to wait till you've decided to be fat and lazy in a couch potato. I'm just saying. Not that this has anything to do with the laser, but in the last 12, 13 years of doing this, how many <laughs> miles a day do you think it takes to get toenail fungus? I have a number in my head which I've never talked to you about before. I tell patients, to me, talking wait, to patients, wait, you want me to guess I have a number. I want you to guess what you think the number is. Five pe- miles a that's day. That's exactly what I'm saying. People who run five or under, their nails seem to be okay. People who do m- more than five, more than once or twice a month, always seem to get toenail fungus. It's weird. Wait. More than five once or twice a month? A yeah. week? A week. I mean, oh. yeah, a week. Yeah, if they do more than five once or twice a week, they get chronic nail. Five seems to be the well, magic it's, number. It's repetitive microtrauma to the nail, I always tell people. Exactly. But either the toe is, the nail is hitting the end of the toe, uh, end of the shoe, rather. Or <clears throat> the toe is hitting the end of the shoe, and that little repetitive microtrauma is causing the nail to get fu- to get thicker, 
And once it gets thicker, the nail raises. And then you know what? You're in a warm, dark, moist environment and fungus, fungus, fungus thrives. So, yeah, I absolutely agree with you. Wow, we agree. <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> if you knew what we were talking about before. So, um, I also think nylons, big no-no. You know, it's nothing like somebody coming Not in. Not only nylons, but nylon stockings. Like, men wear those. Are- Suck. No, I see anything that's not like a not a white natural cotton, cotton sock. It can be a black cotton sock. But yeah, no, not, I think the dyes. But, but what happens also help everybody keep help, some moisture in. Everybody says nylons, and men think they get it fine. But you know, they make those nylon stockings. You know, those wet, nasty things. They're just as bad as women's nylons. Men's dress socks are, are horrible. Terrible. Yeah, wear black cotton socks. You got to throw them away every <clears> couple <throat> months or a year because they get faded gray. But nylon stockings, in general, regardless of what type, are horrible. I agree. Um, if you are somebody who's like a landscaper or you work for the city of Claremont or the city of whatever and you have to be in moist environments and wet, damp shoes, you need to be able to change your shoes and socks during the day. Yeah, speaking of that, people with bad athletes' feet. If you have chronic athletes' feet, getting the laser by itself is a waste of time if you don't get rid of the athlete's feet. I tell oh, these no, people, no, no. If you people have to get rid of the athlete's feet first. Exactly. And then you should probably be on some topical the rest of your life whenever it flares up because that's so, otherwise it's going to come right back. I will one-up Dr. Henny, which is I agree with the whole athlete's foot thing. When people come in and they want the laser, there's nothing like somebody coming in and wanting the laser. I'm like, no, no, no. You need to treat your skin exactly. for four weeks and then you can come back. And then I will zap you. Also, on that same, like, kind of vibe, is that when people are actually successfully treated with a laser, I make them get a clear antifungal spray for their toes. And I say, for the rest of your life, treat your toes like your underarms. Which means, when you get up in the morning, spray the tops and the tips of your toes with an antifungal. It's going to prevent your skin from reinfecting the nail. I can one-up you. I send all my patients a Why are you always trying to one-up me? I send all my <laughs> patients for a prescription for econazole with two refills, and I tell them, put them on your toenails once a day the rest of your life, and if you ever run out, you don't need appointment. Just call. I'll push the button and resend it to wherever you're at to keep it from coming back. So when you get those phone calls, it's my fault. Well played, Dr. <laughs> Henny. Well played. So I would say... That I do like the pinpoint laser. I mean, honestly, we are the type of people, we've ditched many a thing in our practice. Yes, we've given I mean, we're like, on. ah, that stinks. We're not doing that anymore. The pinpoint laser, I think, has a lot of staying power. It's something that I think, it stinks that it's not covered by insurance for patients. Yeah, which I find interesting because Lamacil is covered in patients, which treats toenail fungus, but the laser is not. Now, my theory is it's only because Lamisil can be used for other things to have to cover. I always think it's weird that when I write for Lamisil and put that diagnosis code on, that insurance is no insurance can cover it, but it's, I don't get it. It's deep thought by Jack Andy. Yeah, I just <laughs> why the laser wouldn't be, and that would be, I, I don't know. but I think it has a lot to do with the fact that the lasers, in some ways, probably it would have, have some weird surgical code, you know? I don't know. I'm not an insurance company. I, I wish I was. If Yeah, right. <laughs> We'd be rolling in it. But um, I also think that insurance are not... I think this is 
this is not trying to get political, but I do think that it's the it's the the the, the new world order in the United States. I think that no insurance company is looking for anything new to pay for. True or false? I completely agree. So it I tell really everyone, doesn't matter if there's some an amazing procedure that comes along for even treating skin cancer. I mean, that sounds terrible. But there's a good chance it's not going to be covered. Because you know what? They're going to say, well, you could just cut it out. Even though you're going to have stitches and it's going to be horrible for you for two to three weeks, I don't care. We know that that works. Even though the patient could be back and doing whatever in two days with maybe a laser procedure. And the only time that matters for insurance is if it decreases the length of stays in hospitals. So, yeah, you're completely agree. So They I, don't care. Whatever's <clears throat> cheaper for them. But anyway, I have had a phenomenal result. <coughs> the patients, even my patients who have lingered along a little longer than I would have liked, have all improved. Yeah, it definitely works. <clears throat> but I, there's not one thing that I could honestly say when you treat nail fungus is a 100% success rate. I think a lot, a lot of that has to do with patient compliance. If patients are not following the steps and... I have patients out there and they know who they are who for the first six months didn't follow my treatment regimen and you know what? They don't look great. And then the next six months when I yelled at them because I saw them back once a month for six months, they look pretty damn good. And that's the other reason to bring them back once a month because you can remind them every time. So what, are you putting anything on here? What are you doing? They show up their dirty, nasty stockings. <laughs> exactly. You say, hey, this is never going to work if you're going to keep wearing these shoes and stockings. I agree. But... um. Let me ask you, if you had nail fungus, mm-hmm. what would you do? I'd do the laser and heartbeat. I would do the laser. I think per I'm cost. I'm not taking pills. No, no. Like for cost of what is wrong with you and how to get rid of it and get the best quality care, to get the best quality care, I think the pinpoint laser in our office at the Center Franklin Foot Care is a great deal. I completely agree. We are. By the time um, you figure out pills, um, lab work. Seeing the doctor, office visits, <laughs> lasers actually cheaper. I agree. I agree. Well, I really encourage you to go see our webpage at centerankelefootcare.com because we have a lot of great videos. We have um, a lot of great information about the pinpoint laser. And just kind of look around, play around. There's a lot of nice links for there for you. Yeah, and if you have any questions, feel free to email us at uh, centerankofullcare.com. It's a webpage. Send us an email. We can answer some of your questions. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm Dr. Michelle McGowan. And I'm Dr. Tim Henney. And we are two pods. And a microphone. Have a great night.